Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, welcome to... Wow, and my voice just went right with the beginning. (laughs) Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits. We have a really amazing show lined up for you today. First off, I have my good friend and longtime host of Hope for the Caregiver with us, Peter Rosenberger. And so I hope you guys have heard his show, Hope for the Caregiver. is an amazing podcast that goes with it as well. Welcome, Peter. Good morning, Robbie. I'm glad you found your voice. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. It went out to the window for a second. From the great state of Montana, even, you're calling this morning. I am indeed. It's a little earlier here. I'm just finishing up the breakfast. I, I figured you didn't want to hear me cleaning the kitchen on the air. No, uh, uh, did you get snow last night? or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't had snow. It gets cool at night, but uh, this morning my father-in-law comes down. Uh, we live on this property out here with my father-in-law, and he comes down, and we have our Saturday morning breakfast, and I make homemade biscuits from scratch. Really? From scratch, Robbie. From, from scratch. scratch. <laughs> and uh and we sit around and we talk about the kingdom. How awesome. Uh we, we talk about the gospel and uh the state of the church and all kinds of things. So my conversation with you is an extension of what I've already had this morning, except I don't give you any biscuits. Oh well, here's the question. <laughs> so do you make your homemade biscuits from scratch with butter or with, with shortening? Well, today I didn't have any shortening, so I had to use butter. But I do, I do both. And so, and which, I which, figured, do you per, which do you prefer? Well, I don't, I don't know yet. <laughs> I think, I think the butter. I think I prefer the butter. I do too. And oh, I and mean, I also prefer butter to... milk. <laughs> so that, I know that's totally off subject, but it's got to build the kingdom with food. It's all part of the deal, you know. So next, well, <laughs> we have the land flowing with. Biscuits and honey. I mean, I'm sorry. No, milk and honey. <laughs> <laughs> How fun is that? So also today, as I accidentally, I can't believe I did this, but dropped Peter. But um, so if you wouldn't mind calling him back as I hit the button, interesting morning. So we have Dr. Wallace with us, and he's with the How to Fix America Summit coming to Chicago September 8th through 10th. So now from Illinois, we have Dr. Wallace. How you doing, Robbie? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. So tell us, Dr. Wallace, about what you guys got coming up. Yeah, we decided to uh, put together this conference. Well, we've done it in the past. It just, you know, last couple of years, and we have not because of COVID and some other things. But uh, we wanted to talk about, um, you know, since the left is always running around talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff, we just <laughs> we need to get out and talk about, you know, there are such things as black conservatives, and we do exist. And uh, we've we've been together before, and we're hoping this will be one of the largest convene, uh, uh, summits where black conservatives uh, and 
and it's not just for black conservatives. I need to tell that because I have a number of white friends that can we come? I'm like, yeah, it's for everybody. But we're going to have a lot of black conservatives speaking, and we're going to be speaking about issues that, that are important and um, to us as Americans. Um, and we don't necessarily want to bifurcate ourselves and say black Americans because it, some of the very things that white Americans want and Hispanic Americans and any other kind of American you want to think of want, we all basically want the same thing. When you talk to the to the the common person out there, like me and you, we want to be able to have a house and a family and have our kids go to school and and learn, you know, how to read, write, and do arithmetic, not how to be woke and <laughs> and, and 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 recite the sixteen nineteen project. So we we're gathering in the Chicagoland area. It's actually in the south suburbs of Chicago in Tenley Park, Illinois. We've got uh, Ben Carson coming. Um, Dr. Vody Bacham, uh, I don't know if you all know Pastor Corey Brooks, mm-hmm. pastor sit on the rooftop, uh, E.W. Jackson, uh, we have Shelby Steele, Larry Elder, who ran for governor in uh, in California, and been on the radio. So we've got a number of people, there's some other folks we're waiting to hear back, find out whether they're coming or not. Uh, we've got concert pianist Huntley Brown, who's played with the Grams, and we with... Uh, Franklin Graham and played, you know, across around the world internationally. C.L. Bryant, just a number of folks that we've reached out to, and we're reaching out to some people um, to fill some slots, uh, some breakouts, and things like that. And uh, you know, it's it's a Christian. I, I, I consider myself a Christian um, first and foremost in everything that we do, and then secondly, I'm a conservative. Yeah, I like that. You know, you may not know this, uh, Dr. Wallace, but I, I'm the host of the Christian Car Guy show. And, you know, so, you know, I kind of put that out there. So you could be like the Christian conservative guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, the reason I say that is I, I'll never forget whenever I think about Chicago, um, mm-hmm. the year that uh, General Motors went bankrupt. And they and President um, Obama had Rick Wagner fired, essentially, um, in in the process of what happened. And because I'm the Christian car guy, Fox News picked me up and they had me doing interviews all over the country on what was going on with General Motors and how to fix General Motors, so to speak, was the topic that they were having me speak on. Mm-hmm. And so the very day that happened, they put me on a, what was I was told was a very liberal station in Chicago. It was a, a Fox News station. And, you know, they had what I was told was a very liberal female host on that show. And so I was really just like praying, God, give me some words to speak. Like, I have no idea what to say because this could go anywhere. And I'm not a big political activist I, you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a christian but and all that stuff so the very first words out of this lady's my mouth to me were that morning out of chicago i'll never forget as long as i live she goes so you're the christian car guy so i guess that means you only help christians with their car problems <laughs> and i said and i was like <laughs> You know, she hit me with that, and immediately God gave me this answer. I'll never forget it. I don't know where it came from. It was just where he gave it to me. And I said, well, you know what's interesting is that 
the very first phone call my son made when he ran his car into the ditch, you know, he got his driver's license, and the, two days later he ran his car in the ditch in a rainstorm. And the very first person he called was me. And, you know, that was my favorite phone call of all time. You know why? I, I, because obviously he trusted me. And I said, you know, America's run its car into the ditch, and, and it's time right. to call Dad. <laughs> and she says to me, I'll never forget it. She goes, amen, brother, preach it. And immediately she went from being like whatever she was, but she just became right. my biggest right. friend. And we had the best discussion that day in Chicago. Uh, I'll never forget it. And, I, and I'm sure, Peter, you've had things like that happen too, because you, you're more on this political spectrum than I am. Well, I am, and I appreciate you hanging up on me, by the way, Rob. Uh, you know, I sit out here all the way in Montana, get up early to do your show, you hang up on me. I've been hung up on by bigger people than in you, In the Robbie. first three minutes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I was like, all I was doing was talking biscuits, and he hangs up on me. Um, no, I have. And I have, um, I remember a reporter asked me one time, you know, because I do a show for family caregivers. And this was not a Christian interview or anything else. They just simply said, well, what would Jesus do as a caregiver? That's the first thing they asked me. And I was hmm. like, well, I don't know what he would do. Let me tell you what he did do. <laughs> took oh. care, I, I said uh, he took care of his mother from the cross. He delegated mm -hmm. her care to John and went about his business because he knew he had a mission, but he needed the help to take care of his mother. So he asked John to take care of his mother. And I said, if Jesus can delegate help, so can I. Wow. That's. And yeah. So that's, you, you know where that answer it's came it's from. The same, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, and I think it goes back to what you talk about on this program, kingdom pursuits. If you're focused on the kingdom, the answers are going to come. They just do. Again, I'm so grateful to have with us Dr. Wallace and Peter Rosenberger today on Kingdom Pursuits. So stay tuned. we got so much more. And of course, you got my riddles coming. And I know you don't want oh, to miss Lord. that. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, Help us all. <laughs> we'll be right back with much more Kingdom Pursuits. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And that happens in so many different ways with these wonderful guests we have today, as God just provides me with such wonderful people to talk to. Today, we have Peter Rosenberger. He's the host of Hope for the Caregiver and numerous, numerous other things that he's involved with for the kingdom and so excited to talk to him as well as Dr. Wallace, who's with the wonderful How to Fix America Summit that's coming to Chicago September 8th through the 10th this year. You can find that at kingdompursuits.com. You can just go there and find out where the summit is and you register. They would love for you to go. So you knew my riddles were coming, didn't you, Peter? So speaking of America. Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm okay. catching my breath before it hits. All right. Here you go. Speaking now of the fun begins. Now it's time. It's time to play shenanigans. 
<laughs> Do you remember that from the 60s, Peter? Were you there for that? Uh, I, I, I remember it, but I tried not to. And I, was, I was just a kid. I thought that was Stu Epperson at first singing that. <laughs> so here's the one that I know is going to stump you. I just think maybe, Peter. Anyway, what do you call a bee from America? Carmen, you got any ideas? A bee from America? A bee from America. I'm not sure. Well, most of us who use computers know that it, that's a USB. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm fixing some alpha seltzer right now. <laughs> it would help you, Dr. Dr. Wallace, if you had some alcohol seltzer. So, yeah, right. I, I understand. So, <laughs> my wife Tammy asked me the other day if I could have any superpower, what would it be? Right? Do you have to ever think about that, Carmen? If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I'm flying to work. There you go. <laughs> I told her America. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a superpower, if you had America, it'd be a deal, wouldn't it, Peter? Yeah, I can see you're rolling well, you in have, you're rolling in laughter. It, if you had China, you'd have both China and America. Oh, see what I did there? <laughs> there you go, Dr. Wallace. You can use that one. Yeah, uh, you can. Wow. So what's the difference between America and a bottle of milk? Hmm. Do you know that one, Dr. Wallace? No. The difference between America and a bottle of milk, Carmen, you want to give it a shot? Um, America's red, white, and blue, and a bottle of milk is just white? Well, that's, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> But in 200 years, the milk will have developed a culture. <laughs> I got to chuckle out of somebody. I knew it could happen. <laughs> so we got, yeah, bless my heart. So we do have a big prize today, don't we, Carmen? So if you can answer this Bible riddle today, you could win. So here comes your riddle. So where does the favorite American pastime which these tickets that we're going to give away have to do with that. Where does the favorite American pastime first show up in the Bible? Okay, so that give you, make it a little easier. The favorite American pastime is baseball. Where does it first show up in the base in, in the Bible? If you know that, Carmen, tell them what they'll win. They'll win four tickets to see the Winston-Salem Dash this Friday. July 22nd against the Rome Braves. There you go. All you got to do in is call in and tell us where does baseball first show up in the Bible? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to send you to the Dash game, and we thank you so much for putting up with me and my jokes and having fun. It was fun, though, just a little bit. Anyway, wasn't it, Peter? <laughs> Fun is the word I was looking for. Yes, that was the word I was searching for. You know, by the way, you could have you could have really narrowed this down and say where was it first in Hebrew, and then where was it first mentioned in Greek? Oh, I hadn't heard the Greek version. Well, well, that's a John. That's in John one. Oh, is it? <laughs> if I know the answer to your question correctly, <laughs> I think so too, Doctor Wallace. Would you agree? Yeah, it's this was not hard. So. <laughs> so, Dr. Wallace, tell us a little bit how you got involved with, with the summit and what's going on with that. I'm still trying to figure out which ones were the jokes, but, go, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, well, played. well played, well played. Well, Freedom's Journal, it's actually the Black Observer Summit is part of Freedom's Journal Institute for the Study of Faith and Public Policy. 
and so um, our our mission is advancing the kingdom of God through social, political, education, and engagement rooted in a political excuse me rooted in a biblical worldview. And so our ministry is is we, this is actually a ministry we minister to the church in general, the African American church in particular to vote our values. Have you ever scratched your head and wondered why? Uh, you know, 90% of the black community votes uh, for people who are not um, who are who are not pro-life, who are not pro-traditional family. Yet, you know that a large section of the black community is is churched and believes in Jesus. So, we try to do something about that and try and call the church, you know, to uh, to devote his values. And I got in an argument one time with a pastor friend of mine. He said we weren't one issue voters. And I think he was talking about the abortion issue. And I came back into myself, yes, we are. Our one issue is how does our vote glorify God? So, No, I uh, like that. <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> so, when, so when people say, oh, that's just, you know, we vote for more than one issue. Yeah. What our one issue is how does our vote glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And so we believe that if people really understood the text, they would be voting a different way. I'm not saying everybody should be Republican. I'm saying that everybody first needs to be members of the kingdom and understand what that means. And then throughout who, who is closer to the, uh, the principles and values of the kingdom and then vote for those people, uh, be they Democrat, Republican, independent, wherever they are, so that our laws can reflect our worldview, our biblical worldview. Yeah, and so and- we start thinking, go ahead. No, no, I, I'm. I just think that's beautiful. I, you know, I, and I've never heard it put that way, but I love it that our vote, you know, that our vote should glorify God. I mean, that that's the deal. I find it fascinating, Peter, that you were just telling me yesterday that you're fixing to have George Barna on your show, right? And he was talking about uh, the biblical worldview and our and our own pastors in the country, not just black pastors, but all pastors. Well, we're trying to we're we're trying to get him on the show, and it's and it is a. a an astonishing and a sad commentary that we have so many pastors that don't have a biblical worldview. And Dr. Wallace, you are absolutely right. And and it's really important to get out of this mindset that somehow Christians are supporting the Republican Party. The Republican Party may inadvertently at times intersect the kingdom of God with certain values. But as Charles Spurgeon said, good morals will keep you out of jail, but it won't keep you out of hell. And we have, we've got to understand, and I said this to our congregation out here right after Roe versus Wade. I said, there are a lot, of, I saw a lot of political pundits on television talking about this was a victory for conservatism, this and this. I said, but not one of them said, this is reflective of the kingdom of God. And I said, this, yeah. make no mistake, this is, yes, this is an important thing to happen, but we have nothing to hoop and holler about because we have the slaughter of innocence for 50 years. And we have this destruction of life, this breakdown of the family, and we have nothing to cheerlead of. We have work to do for kingdom pursuits, as your as your show is all about. We've been building churches, but we haven't been advancing the kingdom. And yeah. there is a difference. And so this is something that I have just been heavy on my mind, Robbie. So I'm very grateful that you gave me the opportunity just to come on the show and talk with you about this. Well, I, you know... I guess I always feel that, you know, Lord has just blessed me to know so many wonderful people that I know are seeking his heart and seeking the kingdom. And I love that that publication that you're talking about, and I don't want to get the name wrong, Dr. Wallace, 
but it's been around for a lot of years, hasn't it? What are we talking about? Freedom's Journal Institute? Yes, Freedom's Journal Institute. Freedom's Journal Institute was started in 2011. We started a magazine called Freedom's Journal Magazine in 2008. We grabbed the name, though, from a, a black newspaper that published in 1927. It was the first black newspaper called Freedom's Journal. Really? And, and we stuck magazine on the end of it to start a conservative, a black conservative magazine, because we felt just like they did back in 1827. They started it saying they felt like they weren't being heard, that too many other people were telling their story and they wanted to tell it themselves. Uh, we felt the same way as black conservatives, that people were kind of ignoring us <laughs> and and weren't hearing what we had to say and pretending like we didn't even exist. So the mainstream media didn't say much. And then, you know, even the white conservatives, uh, uh, you know, unless you were somebody like a Ben Carson, you really didn't get, you really weren't paid attention to. So, you know, little people like me, um, People weren't, you know, didn't even know we existed. So we started our first, uh, so we brought the magazine that we started in 2008. When we started the, the Institute, I wanted to do something more than just do a magazine and try to aggregate the, the voices of black conservatives. Because my, you call me Dr. Wallace because my PhD is in biblical studies in New Testament. And so <clears throat> I wanted to do something more substantive than just doing that. And so we said, okay, well, let's, let's put together an organization that could, you know, be, you know, writing op-ed pieces, publishing the magazine, uh, having events, things like that, and trying to share the, the good news, not only the gospel of Jesus Christ, but also how the gospel of Jesus Christ should affect how we vote and how we think about public policy. And that, and that cool how God gave, you know, you guys this passion, um, and, and then gave you a platform in order to deliver it. I think it's absolutely. Tremendous, and we have got much more. I'm sure you're going to want to hear. So stay tuned. And also, somebody better call and win these tickets. Now, this is not a hard question. Where do you find baseball in the Bible? Really? 866 348 788. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today, we're blessed to have with us Dr. Wallace with the How to Fix America Summit that's coming to Chicago September 8th through the 10th, and our very own Peter Rosenberger with Hope for the Caregiver, his show that comes on Sundays, as well as uh, one of the Truth Network's biggest podcasts, actually the biggest usually, unless I sometimes beat him occasionally. <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking you're fixing the numbers, Robbie. You're fixing the numbers. <laughs> it could happen. Anyway, <laughs> I am, I'm very curious, Dr. Walls. I, I, mm -hmm. I, I know that one of the it, which, by the way, people need to go register for this conference. They can do that at Kingdom Pursuits, or they can just go to your website, right? Which is... Yes. Why don't you go ahead uh, and call that out? Blackconservativesummit.net is probably the easiest way to remember. Blackconservativesummit.net. Blackconservativesummit.net. So, like, the midterm elections are coming up quickly. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, kind of give us a vision of, of what you guys are hoping that people come away from the conference with. Well, first of all, as um, even though it's it's open to anybody who wants to come, uh, Hispanic, white, black, Asian, whoever, um, but we have a lot of black conservatives speaking. We're going to be talking about certain issues that are 
are important um, to us. And actually, I have to correct something you said. It does. It is how to fix America, but actually, what we have it written out is how to fix Black America with Black struck out. So people have to actually see it written out. <laughs> how to fix Black America with Black struck out. Yeah, so I, did, I didn't know how to say it, but yeah, I love the way that okay. you did that <laughs> because it's 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 such a true way to look at that from my perspective because it, there's issues on both sides of that equation. On, well, actually, yeah. probably about 10 sides of that equation. So so we're going to talk about, you know, a, a number of different things. Corey Brooks, Pastor Corey Brooks will be there, and he'll be talking about, you know, um, uh, shoot, I just forgot what exactly what the name of his, the title of his thing was, but if we talk about his, his ministry in the in, in the inner city and, and how to bring peace to the inner city, we've got other people talking about, well, I guess what I, what I should tell you is what we have is um, part of what we do is we advocate for what we call the RISE principles, which is an acronym for responsible government, individual liberty and fidelity, strong family values, and economic empowerment. And we believe this is one way in which we can talk about conservative uh, principles and, and, and biblical principles from uh, from a conservative point of view <laughs> with, with without people... Um, you know, turning off because if you talk about limited, limited government, which a lot of you know conservatives want to talk about, you know, some nice people will turn off the lights and pull down the shades and say, "Okay, I don't want to talk about that." But if you say w- responsible government, you ask, you know, well, what is that? You can start have conversation about that, and then you can talk about how government should be controlling your life, things like that. So we've got some people actually speaking on those particular uh, principles, and we have some breakouts. Um, we have someone coming from um, Discovery Institute. To talk about how Darwinism, Darwinism, they get, they had a book out. I can't remember the exact title name of the title, but it was Dar- Darwinism versus um, classical liberalism, and how how you know if if God exists, then then there are absolutes, but if God does not exist, as with Darwin uh, evolution, then there are no absolutes. We're not endowed with with uh, our rights don't come from God. Then if there is no God, right? So that changes everything. So in this world where people are running around saying that little boys become girls and girls become boys, the question is, if you really believe that there's a God and that God created male and female, and he's the one that establishes, um, you know, law in the rule of law and so, so forth, then you're going to have to answer to him. If that is just a, a fantasy that is not real in the first couple of chapters of Genesis, then you do anything you want. And right. so... It's time for the church to actually make that binary choice. You either you either understand that God actually exists, and there are some consequences to that, or you believe that God doesn't exist, and and then you know, to heck with our democracy. It's it's all a fallacy because you know our our, our documents state that our rights and, and and privileges and so forth come from God, and mm-hmm. and so and so. We need to continue to fight for that and talk about that. And that's some of the things we're going to talk about at the conference. But overall, one of the things I want to say and make clear as we're at the conference is that ultimately, even with all our programs and all the things we, we want to talk about, um, the only way to fix America is for us to fall on our knees and ask God to bring about a revival, to revive the church, to empower the church, to go out and do what's supposed to be doing. Like you said, there's a lot of pastors that don't even have a biblical worldview. That's got to change. That's got to change. And God has got to light the fire under his church and get us, uh, I mean. Yeah, I was I was thinking 
<laughs> you said limited government. You know, your beginning of your of your acronym there, and, and and I thought, wow, if you think limited government's unpopular, try limited atonement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Peter. I mean, that one is it's a real struggle, right? Uh, indeed. You know, I was listening to Dr. Wallace, and I was thinking about out here in Montana, we have a lot of ranchers, and um, I have yet to meet a woke rancher trying to transition bulls into cows. It just uh, <laughs> really struggled out here doing that. It's, uh, it's been quite, it, it's quite a struggle for them, bless their hearts. You know, I, well, I think that... They identify They've got to self-identify well, yeah. that way. Though. Well, and I, I have yet to meet a bull that identifies as a cow. Um and so I, I um, I'm watching these things happen. But but I I think that Robbie, I go back to again the title of your your program here, Kingdom Pursuits. And for so long we we have established a lot of churches around the country, but have we furthered the kingdom? And what does that mean? What does that look like? And I think we need to teach our people what it, Jesus said very clearly: sick, naked, hungry, thirsty, prison. He's pretty clear about it too. And he's very serious about it. Mm-hmm. And have we have we adopted that as individuals? I think we subcontract that out to the pastor, and then churches. The pastor then tried to build a big church and sustain the institution, and we subcontracted that out to the government. And the government was never mandated to do sick, naked, hungry, thirsty prison. The government was never right. mandated to go out into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples. That was the church, the, the people of God, the individual. And, and I love what you said, Dr. Wallace, about somebody else was telling their story, and they you wanted to tell your own story. And it says in Scripture very clearly, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, not someone else's testimony. Your own experiential relationship with Christ that equips you then to go out and share that with someone else. And you don't have to, uh, somebody said, well, I don't have the gift of evangelism. Well, you ain't got the gift of singing either, but I see you do that a lot. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's, you don't, I've never had to have a script to tell somebody about a relationship that I, that I cherish, that I value, but my kids, but my wife, but my family. I even tell people about you, Robbie, don't, not a lot, <laughs> surely. But, 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 but I don't have to have a script for that. I don't have to have somebody help go to a course to teach me how to tell somebody about somebody that I love. And I said, so this is where we are as believers. Are we communicating this, and are we equipping people with the text to be able to go out and literally advance the kingdom, because that's what we're called to do. Yeah, I love it when it says the 119th Psalm. I'll tell my your testimonies before kings and not be ashamed, right? Because it's your story. Nobody can tell it like you can. And so, wow, yeah. we had so much fun today talking with Dr. Wallace and Peter Rosenberg. We got just one more segment coming up with Kingdom Pursuits, so stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today, again, we're blessed to have with us our very own Peter Rosenberger with the Hope for the Caregiver show and podcast. And Peter, did you notice how they pushed the Christian Car Guy podcast on the air for me to keep my numbers above you? (laughs) I, I, I noticed that, Robbie. I, I didn't want to say anything. I'm just, I was just taking a moment to read through some appropriate scriptures to deal with that issue. 
no, I, listen, <laughs> I uh, I love being a part of this podcast network. I think that you you and I have talked. We talk almost daily. Yeah. Uh, to your chagrin, bless your heart for taking my call. <laughs> But we talk about that because we've come such a long way, and I want to encourage folks to go out and listen to all the podcasts on the Truth Network. Um, there's some great, great information available for you, engagement. And um, I remember when we started doing this together and how it's grown, and it, it not just grown, it's explosively grown uh, uh, to the point of, I think we're one of the top uh, Christian podcasts out there, period. Right, um, and it's all and, there. It's all there at truthnetwork.com, and you'll see the podcasts as they come every day, just front and center, really wonderful stuff. And so we're so grateful for you guys listening to all the wonderful podcasts. Again, <laughs> hope and for well, the and, but I, and if I may say, we're not doing this just to have great numbers. We're doing this because of the mandate. Again, it's kingdom pursuits, and people that we are encountering are struggling on all kinds of levels. Thoreau says that, that all men lead lives of quiet desperation. Yeah. And you don't have to go out there and try to find somebody. They're right in front of you. And the Lord brings them. And are you prepared? Are you thinking about these things? Things that Dr. Wallace was talking about, things that you've been talking about to me. Are we thinking about it, meditating on it, so that when the moment comes, like when that Fox News person asked you that question or when that guy asked me that question, that you're not having to scramble for some kind of scripted answer because you are so focused on the things of what God is doing, you're keenly aware. And, and what is it? He said, don't worry about what you're, what you're going to say when you get in front of people. He'll prepare you. You just focus on his word, his, his teachings. Get yourself into scripture. Get yourself inundated with folks who are, who are like-minded in this, that are focused on the kingdom, and you watch what happens. It's, it's extraordinary. It is. Like Carlos and Raleigh, who has studied his Bible. <laughs> he could tell us, Carlos, right? You can tell us, um, you know, where is the first time that the, the word baseball shows up or the idea of baseball shows up in the Bible? Hi, how you doing? I'm wonderful. It's to be in your program. <laughs> I'm so glad you called in. So what do you think? Well, I, I think the answer is in Genesis. Oh, so you're going, for the he you're going for the Hebrew answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i like that so what 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 are your thoughts carlos i think it is in the in the big inning that's you exactly right <laughs> the big inning in hebrew is much prettier than in greek <laughs> thank you probably i wanted to say that your, your laugh is contagious and uh and i love your show i love your your attitude and uh, it's really contagious i i love to hear your show and, and believe me, Carlos, it's the listeners that make this so much fun for so many years. And I'm so grateful for you guys. And thank you for listening out there in Raleigh. We really, really appreciate it. I hope you have a blessed week. God bless. You too. Thank you. I'm going to put God you on bless. hold so she can get your information, get those tickets out so you can be dashing. It won't be snowing, but you'll be dashing Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dr. Wallace, um, Unfortunately, we just got just a few minutes left. What did you want to make sure and share with our listeners about your conference that we didn't get a chance to share? Uh, just that I, I'm just going to reiterate that it's it's a conference for everyone to come to. We're are obviously emphasizing black conservatism, uh, but I think it's applicable to to everyone, especially since we're highlighting our our biblical Christian principles and faith. Um, 
people need to be, I would ask folks to pray for us, uh, pray for the conference. I, I know the devil does not want it to come forward because there are a lot of people who are in bondage to the whole woke ideology, the 1619 project, the, you know, Black Lives Matter. We, a lot of people have bought into that. And unfortunately, um, you know, some of our churches and, and even seminaries are moving in that direction. And our hope is that we can help create a paradigm shift in the minds and the hearts of many folks and maybe in some way, you know, open up that door. I mean, I know other people have been praying for revival and so forth, but we really want to emphasize that this is about the kingdom and is about kingdom principles. And as people come, there's going to be worship. We're going to, we'll be wearing our Christianity on our sleeves. It won't be a secret meeting. This is, <laughs> this, is yeah. this is a video where probably walks in, they're going to know, oh, this is about Christianity. I, did, I didn't know you all, you know, majority of your folks were Christian. Yeah, yeah. A lot of folks coming will be, not everyone, and not everybody speaking will say it, they'll name the name of Christ, but the majority of the folks who were there are, are, are Christ followers, and that's intentional. This is so awesome. And I'm just so thankful that, that you would come on my show. I'm honored, actually, for what you're doing, what, what God has given you this passion, and you're using it to build the kingdom in such a phenomenal way there in Chicago. So, again, it's at kingdompursuits.com. You can go there, as well as, of course, Peter's Rosenberger's Hope for the Caregiver is always on Truth Network. Uh, his podcast is phenomenal. And your show's on tomorrow. What you got up for us tomorrow, Peter? Oh, I think you're going to find it uh, quite meaningful. Uh, I'm going to talk about holding your tongue. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) With both hands. Okay. Lots lots of good stuff. Well, thank you both so much for being on. And thank you, every one of you that listened. I'm so grateful. Now you got so much truth coming at you. we got encouraging prayer followed by the Mask on Journey starts here now at 12 o'clock. Nikita Koloff, it's time to man up. Coming at 1230. Stay tuned. So much truth on the Truth Network. Thanks for listening. This is the Truth Network.